0: Late January brings two conflicting deadlines related to former President Obama's health care law. January 27th is the day House and Senate Republicans said they'd have the details of their repeal bill back from the congressional committees tasked with writing it. January 31st, meanwhile, is the deadline for people to enroll in Obamacare plans for the year beginning in March. I'm Sean Zeller, and this is CQ Roll Call's Week Ahead Podcast. I'm here with CQ's Joe Williams, who's covering developments. Welcome, Joe. Thanks for having me, Sean. Joe, does it matter that Republicans will miss their self-imposed deadline?
1: The deadline had always been um, a target date, but lawmakers have always said it was flexible. They wanted to use this two-day policy retreat to discuss their plan moving forward. And coming out of that, the consensus is that the deadline... Has been moved to middle to late February. Uh, Representative Diane Black of Tennessee, who leads the, uh, is acting chairman of the House Budget Committee, is aiming for that deadline. And Speaker Ryan of uh, Wisconsin has said he wants to aim to wrap up Obamacare work by March or April, which a lot of outside uh, watchers think is a very aggressive. Timeframe, but we'll see uh, next week as some of the committees of jurisdiction start to do work on what a possible replacement plan for the GOP could look like.
0: How are healthcare consumers and the healthcare industry feeling about the state of play in Washington right now?
1: So Republican lawmakers are hearing an earful from their constituents about this. Uh, We spoke to a few lawmakers, one in particular, uh, Representative uh, Hudson from North Carolina. He said that he had been on a town town hall on Obamacare with over 12,000 participants. So you're seeing a lot of uh, intrigue, a lot of concern over how the GOP will move forward on this from their own constituents. In terms of the industry itself, insurers have to start making some important decisions about the fiscal year 2018 rates um, in the coming months. So for them, I think the name of the game is figuring out exactly what the GOP wants to do moving forward. They want some certainty as to what kind of policies will be implemented. For example, President Trump um, and other Republicans have signaled that they will want to repeal the individual mandate. It's a provision in the law that essentially mandates that individuals purchase coverage or they pay a yearly penalty. Um, insurers say that that is a cornerstone provision of the law because it brings healthier, younger individuals to help balance out the sicker individuals that sign up for coverage um, under the exchanges. If that were to be repealed, insurers have pressed for uh, continuous coverage requirements and other policies that would help replace uh, what would happen if they were to repeal the individual mandate. So it's still to be seen exactly how the 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 GOP will help to kind of calm the concerns of insurers. But there's definitely a lot of discussions going on between industry and GOP lawmakers about how to make sure that the uh, 2018 rates don't skyrocket as Republicans tinker with what they want to do on Obamacare.
0: The GOP is under a lot of pressure to reveal their replacement plan. Have they shown any of their cards?
1: They haven't given too many details uh, besides what has already been publicized in Uh, Speaker Ryan's Better Way agenda. They're long-standing Republican policies like health savings account, allowing insurance companies to sell policies across state lines. Um, In terms of what we'll actually see in a replacement, we could see some additional details emerge next week. Um, Some lawmakers, such as uh, Representative Greg Walden of Oregon, who leads the House Energy and Commerce Committee will be introducing a bill to ban insurers from denying coverage to those individuals with pre-existing conditions. It's a very popular provision in the current law that President Trump um, and other key GOP leaders have said that they want to keep. Um, You'll also see some legislation to change the age rating bands um, in the insurance markets. And there'll be a hearing on the Senate side uh, in the Senate uh, Health Committee on how to stabilize the markets to ensure that there's not a collapse as Republicans are going to move forward on a repeal.
0: Are the Republicans still united on this plan?
1: They seem united on at least moving forward with a repeal of Obamacare. In terms of the the strategy and timeline, that that seems a little bit more fluid. You have members like Representative Mark Meadows of North Carolina who leads the House Freedom Caucus who is pushing for a very aggressive timeline of repealing Obamacare with a replacement with that. Um, How much they're able to actually replace at the same time as a repeal, though, is up for question. You've seen some senators, um, like Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, uh, introduce his own replacement plan this week. You've seen a few other senators also introduce their own individual plans. Where those are going is still unknown. They seem to be more building blocks um, than actual final legislation that will move forward. So I think the question now is exactly how much Republicans want to replace at the same time as repeal and exactly what sort of transition period we'll see after they repeal the law. I think it, you know, it's pretty much between two to three years. I think now in terms of, you know, how long they want to give insurance companies to phase out the current program and then start to implement whatever policies the GOP were to pass.
0: Now, the Obamacare marketplaces are still open for business, and the current open enrollment period ends on January 31st uh, for the year beginning in March. How's the enrollment going this year?
1: Enrollment is ticking up a little bit higher than last year. Um, uh, the last snapshot we got, it was about 100,000 higher, um, a little, uh, right under 9 million individuals have signed up for insurance under the exchanges. Uh, last night, uh, news broke that... Uh, President Trump had pulled the Obamacare ads um, from continuing that had been pre-purchased. It was about a $5 million purchase that was to run through the end of open enrollment on January 31st. That was really concerning to a lot of individuals because younger, um, healthier people tend to sign up later in the exchange timeline. We'll see new numbers on February 3rd on how the entire open enrollment period has done, and then we'll see a full report in March factoring in the states that do individual exchanges um, coupled with the full numbers from the federal exchanges.
0: One of President Trump's first actions was an executive order related to Obamacare. What did it do?
1: It's still a little ambiguous exactly what the impact of that will be. I've spoken to a few former HHS officials who say this is more of a symbolic gesture to his base. Um, He had promised to repeal Obamacare on day one or take some action on Obamacare on day one. And this, in their minds, was satisfying that uh, pledge that he made to his supporters. Um, It also laid the groundwork for how his future administration might act on Obamacare. Um, So Representative Tom Price of Georgia, who is... Uh, President Trump's pick to lead the Department of Health and Human Services um, will have a lot of latitude when he gets into office on how he chooses to implement or um, continue some of the main provisions in the law. And the executive order from Friday just outlined again um, that he will have the flexibility to work with states to reduce the economic burden, um, encourage more insurance sales across state lines, um allow states to apply for more in- waivers that allow them to use the money in Obamacare in a more innovative way, um, and a few other key provisions uh, that he'll be able to influence once he takes the helm of the agency.
0: Now, the expansion of Medicaid, the health care program for the poor, was a big piece of Obamacare, um, and its status is up in the air now. What have... Uh- Republicans been saying they want to do with Medicaid? And what's been the reaction to that?
1: Uh, GOP lawmakers in both the House and the Senate recently met with Republican governors to discuss Medicaid specifically. And President Trump has signaled through some of his key aides that he's interested in transitioning to a block grant system, which would essentially give each state a bulk money to be able to fund their Medicaid population. And under that, they they could use it to essentially implement whatever system they want. It achieves the goal of giving states the flexibility that they seek to cater to the populations that they have. One of the things that a lot of the governors uh, expressed support for was something known as per capita caps, which is similar to a block grant, but instead of just uh, bulk money, it would be money that would reflect the enrollee populations that each of these states have. The advantage of a per capita cap would be if, say, a state has a higher population of a certain disease that insurance companies have to cover, the federal government can cater their reimbursement rates to those conditions, whereas in a traditional block grant approach, that money would just be given broadly and the state would have the flexibility to use it as they want. So a lot of states see per capita caps as more reflective of their population and It will better match federal funding with what the states need to be able to cater to those uh, Medicaid populations that they have. That seems to be gaining some traction among Republican lawmakers in Congress. What exactly will come of Medicaid is still to be determined. Um, We should see additional details emerge. Next week, there'll be a, a hearing in the House on Medicaid and. Key lawmakers have signaled that it'll be one of the first things that they hope to tackle when working on a replacement for uh, the ACA.
0: Now, the congressional Republicans have been up in Philadelphia on a retreat talking about policy, and they met with Donald Trump. Did anything come of that meeting?
1: As of right now, it does not appear that they left um, on a much more consensus position or have left with any firm policy. Uh, A lot of lawmakers going into the meeting were quick to caution that this was really a chance for the House, the Senate, and the administration to all get on the same page in terms of how to move forward on health care. Thank you for joining us, Joe. Thanks, Sean. I'm Sean Zeller.
0: You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcasts.